Are you ready to make the right moves and unlock your passion? Welcome to From the Inside Out with your host, Carla D. Walker. To be your best self in your personal life and your business life, all you need to do is look within yourself. Now, here is Carla D. Walker. Hey, good morning. It's a beautiful morning here in the great sunshine state. I'm Carla D. Walker. I want to welcome you to From the Inside Out. And today we're going to continue our discussion on exploring your life's purpose. Uh, If you remember last week, we talked with my guest, Mrs. Elmer Lucille Allen, uh, who had a really interesting uh, life experience. Uh, She was born in 1931, so imagine that, 87 years old. She's been a scientist, uh, she is an artist, uh, a breast cancer survivor, a mother, a social activist, a community leader, a sister, grandmother, uh, a role model, a wife, and amongst all that, she is still out there kicking it and showing that even at 87 years old, you can continue to explore and pursue your life's purpose. And for her, she believes that very strongly that uh, she was put here on this earth for a purpose. And that being to help other people in need. And so that was one of the things she talked about. But she explored several different career paths uh, and discovering that. And also talked about how there was that link between how she explored her path into science and then into the arts and as community leader and obstacles, etc. But she, one thing that she did not uh, let happen was she didn't let it stop her. She kept it moving, as she's told me. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to follow up that discussion today uh, and give you some more information around that. And as well as uh, come at it from a slightly different angle um, and provide you some a few resources and some uh, tools or tips, if you will, as we walk along the way. One of the things that, uh, as we were talking about, I started thinking about really, uh, was how does this apply, or does this apply to any, and I'm saying apply, I mean actually connect, does this really connect to any uh, theories in terms of motivation or, uh, or growth or, personal development and what that kept coming back to me was Abraham Maslow and uh, his uh, hierarchy of needs um, I kept thinking about that and this is his it was actually called the theory of human behavior uh, and he did this in the 40s and I think it's amazing that as I was listening and have been studying and have been talking to people and researching it and listening to videos on the internet um, and reading stories and books and etc. What was interesting to me was those needs still uh, showed up and in every experience uh, as we were talking about them. And so I, I'd like to just kind of go through them 
and show how they connect. Because one of the things that Maslow did say is that each of the needs that were was identified needs to be fulfilled before you can move on to the next one or you'll constantly be pursuing the one that wasn't filled uh, and, and going back that, and setting that back. So when, as I explore the question, why am I here or what is my purpose? Um, I keep thinking about how can, how can we do this if we have not satisfied some basic needs? And so Maslow's, for those of you who may not be familiar with Maslow, uh, this is one of the things that I did get to uh, do training on and teach on when I was teaching leadership classes uh, and, um, and, and, and doing some coaching. Um, there are actually five needs that we know about uh, from Abraham Maslow, the physiological needs, and those are... Um, we're talking about food, clothing, shelter, those things. Uh, safety and security needs. Uh, belonging or love. Uh, esteem needs. And self-actualization. So these, when you look at them usually on a diagram, what you see is the physiological needs are at the bottom, then safety and security, uh, belonging or love, uh, esteem needs and then self-actualization being at the top. And there is an additional one that um, he talked about later called self-transcendence, uh, but but that's going probably a little too far uh, for this conversation today. But anyway, so <clears throat> how can we pursue our destiny, if you will, or pursue our purpose if we haven't or haven't fulfilled each of those needs. And I started thinking about the physiological needs, and I think this is particularly prevalent today as we begin looking at uh, our society and how people are are sometimes struggling uh, just to make ends meet. If the only thing that you're thinking about or the top priority for you that you're thinking about as relates to physiological needs is where you're going to get your next meal or where you're going to find clothing to wear or where you're going to sleep tonight. If that's the strongest presence in your mind and that's what you're going to focus on. So while you may have a purpose or a destiny in place, if that need is not satisfied, then you're going to have a probably a little problem trying to pursue your um, your your true purpose in life, because that is a basic need that has to be satisfied. And, and I'm not saying satisfied in the sense that. You have to have uh, a luxury home, a huge townhouse on the beach. You just have to feel, know that you've got food to eat, you've got clothes on your back, and you've got shelter. It may not be exactly what you want, but you have that. You have some place to go. You know that you're going to be able to 
to make it and sustain yourself. That physiological need needs to be met. And it even becomes tougher if, I think, if you also have family that you're taking care of. So now you have not only yourself that you're thinking of, but you're also thinking of the family members. And if it's little children or a parent, um, uh, then that may become even more stressful. Uh, So when it comes to the hierarchy and needs, physiological needs is the first thing that really needs to become or get satisfied um, in order to uh, pursue other things. As I think about that for myself, I think I told you when I was when I was younger, my aunt, I was raised by my aunts. So I grew up being comfortable knowing I was going to have food, clothing, shelter. So that to me, for me, wasn't wasn't a problem, wasn't an issue. I never, as a child, worry about worried about that. But I can say, once I got older, once I moved out of my parents' house um, and started living on my own, there were times when I did whatever I needed to do to make my next meal or to make sure that that I had clothes or make sure that I had shelter. Um, (laughs) And once I had a child, I knew I had to work even harder to make that happen. So I could definitely relate to that. The second thing is safety and security. So safety and security meaning uh, that I'm in a space where I feel safe. I don't think I'm going to be attacked. I'm secure in the environment that I'm in. I'm not worried about uh, something happening. I know that I'm comfortable. Uh, I, I know that I'm protected. And I think about those needs as we um, think about all of the things that have happened in our society over the last few years Uh, with a lot of the mass shootings that we've had in schools who are supposed to be a safe place. So if I have to worry about where I'm going and whether or not that's going to be safe, then that's going to get in the way of my pursuing my life's purpose. The degree to which it gets in the way depends upon us and the steps we take to ensure that we are safe. But I'm thinking of schools, but also think about at work. If I don't feel safe and secure at work, if I'm worried about whether or not I'm going to be laid off, uh, if I'm going to get my next check, am I going to be fired? Uh, If I'm worried about whether somebody's going to come into the job and try to do something, if that's ever present in my mind, then it's going to be difficult for me to really pursue uh, my dreams and do what I need to do. Um, I have been fortunate in that I have not had to worry about that. I've been blessed that I have not been in situations where that has been a real concern for me. But I think about those people that have 
who are trying to make it and then something else happens and they're not sure whether or not they're going to be able to uh, pay the rent this month or uh, have a job or get their car note uh, paid. Um, And so those basic needs for Maslow have to be met. Uh, And again, it doesn't have to be extravagantly met, but they've got to be met in order to pursue uh, really pursue and do what you need to do to find your your purpose. So we're going to continue going down Maslow's hierarchy and uh, talk a little more about that when we come back on our break. So talk to you soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you sometimes feel powerless over your own life? Does it seem like you're living for someone else, unsure of what your purpose is, or if you even have an important voice? It's time to take back that control. Tune in to Empowered with Des and Jen. They've been in the same place and have learned to regain control of their lives. They also feature amazing guests who share experiences of how they have found success. Start on your journey by listening Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show hi thanks for coming back uh we were just finishing up maslow's hierarchy of needs that starting at the basic needs, physiological needs and safety needs. 
And moving on uh, from that point to the next two, one is belonging and love. So in terms of belonging and love, we're talking about that as it relates to family, friends, uh, relationships, uh, feeling as though you are a part of something, feeling loved and embraced um, by those that you are surrounding yourself with. And I know for me, this was probably one, and still to some degree, I feel hints of it every once in a while, that I can say that I have probably struggled with a little bit and and struggled a little from the sense that not so much that um, people didn't love me, because of course I am so lovable, <laughs> but um, I think struggle from the sense that believing or trusting that and trusting that uh, I was lovable or, or that I am lovable or that people really did love me. Um, and I think from that aspect, uh, that for me has always been something that I had to really work at and work past and through um, uh, the feelings along that. And I tell you, one, one of the things it would drop up for me is... Uh, fear of, you know, if I do this, then what are they going to think of me? If I do that, then how are they going to feel about me? If I if I say this, then what are people going to say about me? How are they going to react about it? You know, it's over-concerned that being who you are, being authentic, being true to yourself is going to somehow make people not care about you, not love you, is somehow going to get you thrown out of the family. And I I know people who actually feel that way, that they have to walk this tightrope or this image that has been dictated or identified, they believe, through by somebody. And it could be a family matriarchal. It could be your boss. Uh, it, it could be your friends. It could be the mean girls. Uh, that are everywhere, that if you don't walk that line, that people are not going to love you or that you will never belong. And sometimes you see people wanting to belong so much that they will even go down a path that they know is self-destructive or they know is the wrong way just because that need to belong, that need to feel as though you are part of something, that someone loves you, um, uh, is, is, is fulfilled. And that brings up trust issues, that brings up a whole host of issues. And so, and so that, that, that need that Maslow talked about when, he's, when he gets into belonging and, and love, uh, I think we initially think it's easy. And I think as a child, we may feel it easier for that to be ourselves and suddenly suddenly people love us. But what happens when we grow up? Why is it that when we grow up, we begin feeling that we need to make changes or we need to comply with uh, other individuals? 
individuals of authority. So your mom, your dad, of course you've got to do some com- in compliance there. Um, but your boss, your friends, what is it that makes us feel that we need to do that? And then why do we do it, particularly when it doesn't feel right? And I think you know what I mean. You know, you can do something. You know, you you can go to a store. I think I'm going to go to extremes here. You can go into a store. Your friends are shoplifting. You decide, oh, that is so wrong. But I'm going to do it anyway because we're all shoplifting together. <laughs> and you're all going to go to jail together, too. Uh, is that the right thing to do? Do you need to belong that much? I don't think so. I, I, somehow we've got to rethink that. I wonder also in terms of this belonging or this feeling, needing to feel, how is technology impacting us in that way? Um, And by that, I mean, you see people walking around, rarely making eye contact anymore because they're so busy looking at their cell phone or they're looking into their computer or something else and walking and uh, texting uh, and never really making necessarily a connection with people one-on-one. Uh, one of the things that uh, we got from Miss Allen was she says that uh, uh, one of the things that she does in order to stay uh, engaged and excited is that she goes out of the house every day and connects with people. Now, she didn't say I go out of the house and I text them while I'm walking or uh, I'm texting people while I'm at people who are right across from me at work. Um, but she says, I go out and I talk to people. I look at them eye to eye. I engage with them. I, uh, she takes classes. She says, there are young people in her classes. She makes them feel part of her family. And so that connection is relevant and that we feel a part of. And those are positive uh, connections. So we have to be, I think, very diligent and very um, uh, aware of the connections and the relationships that we make uh, and that they are lifting us up, that they are challenging us, that they are making us better, that they're not pulling us down uh, and not allowing us to be our authentic selves or not allowing us to uh, reach or move toward our goal. They're not detracting from where we want to go. Um, and, and people will move in and out of your life, you know. Some people are there for a reason. You have to, you learn from people. Uh, I believe the universe, I believe God puts people in your life at a particular time for a reason. And it's usually to learn something or because there's something that they have or they can offer that you need. And they may be there for a long time. I have friends that I have had since college. Um, I have friends that I've had since high school um, that have been with me on this journey and continue to be with me even when I try to push them away. 
they resist it because they know what I'm doing and they know where that where that comes from. That's that insecure place sometimes that I that I have uh, that I for some reason uh, I drop into a defense mode that I know I need to be careful of and I need to watch um, and allow people to come in to my life. Uh, and that is okay. And and we've got to do that. And the one area of Maslow that I, I have had some issue with as well, um, but that's kind of gone by the wayside, is the esteem issue. Now, there wasn't, I told you I was a very shy, and so my self-esteem wasn't that, wasn't that high, I must say. Um, in fact, at one time, I, I, I was literally scared of people. And there are days today when I'm worried about people, I'm scared of people myself. But it's the self-esteem issue, is having that confidence. Uh, self-esteem meaning that I feel secure, I'm confident in my own capabilities, uh, I have self-respect, I have dignity, I have self-regard, I have faith in myself in order to do that. And I can remember when I was in the, in the workplace, um, uh, when I was working um, and doing training and development, one of the things uh, that my my boss would call me sometimes would say, uh, there was a commercial, Cheerios, I think it was Cheerios, I don't know if you remember this, and they would say, uh, the kids said, what is cereal is that? They said, I don't know. Let's get Mikey to try it. Yeah, get Mikey. Mikey will eat anything. So I don't know if you remember that commercial. So my boss would tease me in that if there was something that nobody else would do, a training nobody else wanted to handle, uh, he knew he could ask me to do it. And my fearlessness of uh, getting in front of a group and being able to relate and talk and take something maybe that I didn't have a firm grasp in and run with it, he knew I would do that. And having that confidence in yourself and loving, part of that too was loving what I did. And for me, it was, I'm going to do, I knew I was going to do a great job because I had experiences that told me I was able to do that. And so that self-esteem, being proud of what you do and and being able to demonstrate that, people feed off of that. And people know when you're confident in yourself. People know when you're not because you're, you radiate confidence. You can see it. When I watch um, some people walk, you can see the confidence often in the way that they walk, the way that they, quote unquote, carry themselves uh, shows or displays that confidence uh, and that pride that they take uh, in, in what they're doing. So if you don't have that, then you've got to start. For me, what I had to learn to do when, when I wasn't confident was begin to quiet some of that fear uh, that, I, that I had. And, and a lot of that meant stepping out there and doing it and getting the encouragement from wherever I could. So that would be talking to my friends, talking to my boss, talking to my coworkers, uh, and just getting that push. Even my teachers. Uh, I would have uh, I had great teachers who did that as well. 
So we'll talk a little more about that uh, when we come back from the other side. So we're going to go to break, and I'll see you next. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's time for you to take a sweet and honest look at your life. Tune into Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klegel. Each week, Nikki invites you to call into the program where she will connect with each listener to show the power of God's love in every unique instance. There are gracious gifts and elements of power within each one of us. You just need to discover them and find your life's purpose. Live healthier and happier. Listen every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. We all have the inner ability to use the gifts within ourselves to serve ourselves, our families, loved ones, and our communities. Once you have discovered these gifts and talents, you can promote harmony, peace, and hope. To find out how to harness your own gifts and talents, tune in to Get Ready. Get ready for your breakthrough with host Felicia A. Hill, live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen and share with others. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Why? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show hey welcome back So we've been talking about Maslow and Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So we've gone over the basic needs, which are the physiological needs and the safety and security needs. And we last segment, we were talking about the social needs. So belonging and love, self-esteem, or excuse me, esteem needs as well, which are the the social needs. And I just want to finish up on... Uh, those two in particular because they're they're important because we can those needs can um, sometimes detract you from what your purpose and uh, or your goal is in life um, you know you see some people who 
um, people refer to as social butterflies. I mean, they seem to be comfortable in any environment. They they have no fear uh, of of uh, whether or not somebody's going to accept them. Uh, and people just seem to be around them and love them. But they radiate that confidence. They have that strong self-image. And that starts uh, to develop when you're a child. So it's important uh, for a child to, ha- to get that self-image and not to be constantly barraged with negative images and negative talk. Uh, so that means that as you're growing as a, a young adult and to adulthood as well, it's important for you not to be barraged by a lot of negative energy and negative talk but also negative self-talk. So you've got sometimes in your head, somebody that you care about or you admire has said something to you that really, really bothers you, uh, that may be negative and and may be different from what you believe about yourself, uh, which which is something positive you believe about yourself. And you keep playing that tape in your head over and over and over. Because we rerun those tapes. You know, things we hear people say, particularly people that we care about or who are important to us, we listen to them. It tape runs back into our heads. We may not say it, but we hear it. We digest it. Sometimes we hold on to it much longer than we need to. And we let it run. So if they said you can't do it, then you probably can't do it. And I think about that, a conversation I had with a young man who wanted to pursue, uh, who was interested in pursuing a career as a manager. And in the particular job that he's in, uh, he was not getting uh, what he wanted. No matter what he did, uh, his pursuit or his belief that this was his goal in life, this was his purpose, was to do to be this manager thing. Um, and so I asked him, well, you know, maybe this is not the place. Maybe your job is not what you should be pursuing management in. Maybe it should be something else or whatever you've done. And his response to me, I think, fits into what we're talking about in that he said, you know, I have tried other things and they didn't work so I shouldn't try anything else. No, you should try something else. The question is, what did you learn from those things that you tried and maybe failed at? You know, failure is a friend or a foe, and it can be both. You know, when I think about Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan is one of my favorite basketball players. Uh, I came up during his heyday and his time. I watched everything he did uh, as related to basketball. And he said failure for him was important because he learned something each time and he got better every time he failed. If he didn't fail, there was a problem. And then when you look at, and and I think about him, he was fantastic in basketball. Then he moved into baseball. He was okay, but he wasn't great. Then he moved to just some golf. And then he did this motor crosser, uh, bicycle, uh, biking thing. 
he never stopped trying or pursuing uh, what he felt good at or what he wanted. Sports was his was his uh, area, and he didn't let those failures stop him uh, from continuing to move forward. You think about people like Thomas Edison, uh, who also failed uh, numerous, numerous times trying to get the light bulb started. I think he said he he failed over 11,000 times. The difference is each time he failed, he learned something and that moved him closer to his, toward his, uh, toward his particular goal. So failure is not something to be feared. Failure is a good thing. Failure can also sometimes lead to great innovations because the direction you thought you should be going into may not be the direction you end up in. That failure may have taught you something. You may have learned that maybe that's not the right path and it forces you to find or identify another path that may pull you closer to your purpose, your goal, and may define it even stronger for you than it had been before. So don't let fear of failure uh, get in your way. Particularly, don't let the fear of being successful get in your way. It's easy to do that. And it's easy to talk yourself out of success. You know, I can remember conversations with myself thinking about applying for this job or doing this thing or trying this out and thinking, oh, I'll never get it. If you think you'll never get it, you probably won't. You have to have go in with the confidence that I have the ability, the capability, and if not, I can learn how to do it. You know, the question for me was always, is it a good fit? So fit is different than whether or not I'm capable of doing it. You know, and whenever you get afraid, ask yourself the question, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? And you've probably heard this question before. Can you imagine if fear was not an option or failure was not an option? What would you do? Can you see it? Would that make a difference? And this is why having your basic needs and the social needs, having them leveled up is so important. Because if I have those needs met, then that allows me the opportunity to take that risk. Because if I'm going to go through Maslow's fifth need, which is self-actualization, if I'm going to do that, I've got to take risks. Now, those risks can be calculated, but I've got to step out there. I have to go outside my bubble. And it's interesting uh, to see people leave that bubble and learn. When I was in uh, Kentucky, I 
uh, was president of uh, AXA, which is the Afro-Academic Cultural, Technological, and Scientific Olympics for the NAACP. And I had a group of kids from Kentucky that um, I took to participate, took a Washington, D.C. to participate in this uh, annual nationwide event, which celebrated uh, intelligence, creativity uh, of the youth. And this is why it's so important to get outside the bubble. These kids have been told by parents, relatives, they lived in small communities, how great they were, how wonderful what they were. And you, you know, you know, kids like this. You may do this to your own kid and you tell them, oh, that drawing is absolutely gorgeous and it's wonderful. Or, oh, you did that so well and so fantastic. And you're doing that. You want to encourage them. You don't want to you know, make them feel bad. But if they don't know or realize that outside there may be somebody who can do it better or does it a little differently, a little sharper, they will have some false, um, uh, false uh, uh, insight into what they're capable of. So I took this group of kids who uh, would tell you, well, my grandma said I could sing, or my grandma said I could act, or that I could dance, or I could read this. And they, they did fine. But when they met these kids from all over the country, who many of them were polished. Uh, there was a guy, a uh, young man there who had discovered some scientific breakthrough um, that companies were now uh, going after him or wanting him to uh, pay for his college so that when he got out that they would join his company. When he saw the magnitude or the level or the skill that these kids had, it made him want to do more and want to do better and to shoot for that. So you've got to take that risk. You've got to leave your bubble. You've got to see what else is out there in the world. Uh, and then ask yourself, how can I take my skills, my um, uh, gifts, my talents, and how can I use that to impact humanity? Uh and be truly happy, you know? When you feel, or go through the self-actualization process, uh, you feel so good. Uh, it's, it's really a, a, a high, I think, that you get. And you walk around and you smile, and people don't understand sometimes why you're smiling, but it's because you're happy, but you're feeling good about what you can do and what you're capable of doing. You gotta get out of your head Get into your heart. Listen to the messages that are coming through loud and clear that the universe is providing you and helping you move closer to your goal. The universe is telling me now we're going to go to a break. (laughs) So we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, then it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show Hey, we're back. Uh, we've been talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs as it relates to finding your purpose or exploring your purpose. And so we've gone through the basic needs, physiological safety, belonging, uh, esteem needs, and we're at the end talking about self-actualization. Um, and we're just saying, you know, you've got to step out of your bubble. You have to take risk. Uh, you can't play it play it safe uh, in order to find, because you've got to try different things in order to uh, really find out what your purpose is or what or what the life is. And I want you to, to do this by not thinking in absolute. So it, it, we've been saying, or I see written, you know, identify your purpose or your passion. Well, it's not necessarily just one thing. You know, it could be several things uh, over a period of time, over over a lifetime. And finding this this purpose or this passion, if you will, uh, in your life, the thing that you're supposed to do, uh, is not something that you may be able to find, you know, in the next 10 days. You know, sometimes it takes years to find it. And that's years of testing and trying and doing and keep moving, always looking and always searching. But... You're trying to figure out what that thing is that makes you so happy that that you just 
you shine you, uh, every time that, that you attempt to do it. Uh, so, it's, again, it's not something that uh, may be immediate, uh, that it, it is going to take time. It may not be your present job. In fact, most of the time, it is not your current job. Uh, it may be a job that you haven't had yet, or it may be something that you hadn't done yet. It may not be your job at all. You know, it could be maybe you are want to bowl for the rest of the life. You know, if, the, if that was the thing you could do and not have to worry about money or or safety or others, what was the one thing you could do if you could do it, whether you made money or not? And it made you happy. And every time you got up, you felt good about doing it. That's a passion. That could be your purpose. Question I would that you might want to ask too is, how does what I'm doing impact the world? Because whatever we do, invite. We are changing the world. In life, rather, we're changing the world. You know, any little thing that we do, and and. and and our impact doesn't have to be on a massive scale, you know? It doesn't have to be 10,000 people. It could be that one person, the one person that you smiled at today or that you said hello to today or that you let them know in some gesture that you felt their humanity, you cared about them, changed their life. You made it. You made an impact. You're making a change in their life, which in turn will make a change somewhere else, and you may impact more people than you than you realize. You know, you got to find the thing that you're greatest at, or the things that you're greatest at. Put that into the world, contribute to others, and help the world be better. You could do that. That's your thing. That's being self-actualized. So self-actualized is, is not a one-time thing or, or something that now I'm self-actualized, I'm done. Nope, you're not done. You got to keep it moving. You got to keep it going. Again, stop thinking in absolutes. It's not just one thing. you know. But the thing that is apparent and the thing that you have to remember is that you're not going to find your purpose by wishing it. You've got to take action. And you have to do something every day. Well, I should say have to. You need to do something every day that moves you toward that action. Uh, th- there's a guy, uh, Simon Snick, S-I-N-E-K. I think I'm pronouncing his, his uh, name correctly. I was watching him. And one of the things he said is go after what you want. Don't get in the way and don't get in the way of someone else trying to get what they want. I thought that was fantastic. But he also related a story when he was he's a runner and he and his friend were running and they had water lined up or or food lined up uh, along uh, along the way. And you could stop and, you know, get some food. And so he was running and, and he asked his friend, you know, do you want to go get something? And his friend said, well, yeah, I do want to get something, but I got to stand in line. So I'm not going to be able to, to stand in line. I don't want to, I want to have to wait that long. <clears throat> and one of the things he said was, 
which I found interesting was was that what he what he did he didn't do anything uh, say anything to his friend but he his you know his friend ran out ahead and what he did was run over to the line reach in between some folks who didn't mind uh, get a couple of drinks or get the food and ran on and he said that some people go after what they want other people talk about why they can't get it and I thought wow you know when you think about that that's true there are those people who go after what they want they pursue it they have a destination they have a goal and they don't get in the way of other people getting their thing but they are focused on what it is that they want that they enjoy and other people will tell you why they can't do it so I promise to also give you before before we uh, uh, get out of here I wanted to give you a couple of things uh, or resources that uh, as I was looking at I found that I thought were interesting and I invite you to uh, go to them uh, Oprah.com and that was Oprah.com has uh, four steps guide a four, a four step guide to discovering who you are meant to be and so it it does happen to be a uh, not a quiz but uh, it is something that will um, help you start thinking through this process and there's also a really neat app that I found and you may know about it uh, that I just have to stuff called unstuck and it's unstuckapp.com I believe um, you may be able to find the unstuck app it may be in that in the Apple's uh, app store I'm sorry on your um, on your cube so, so check that out but again it's a free app and both of these things uh, are, are free you can go out and start uh, exploring and discovering and digging and and uh, finding out more things that will move you uh, towards your purpose uh, in life uh, and and getting you more focused uh, in that direction. So that's what we want to do. So first step, uh, you want to explore or evaluate what things you like to do. Okay, what are those things? Uh, make a list. In fact, this would be a good thing to have a purpose journal so that you can start writing things down, getting it out of your head and getting it on, pa- on paper. Question yourself. Ask yourself questions. You know, what is it that I what is that I like? It's probably going to be real easy to write down those things that you don't like. Uh, and then what are the skills behind it? Uh, why do I like this? How does it make me feel? Uh, find someone who you and who inspires you and then try what they do or read about what they do. Study what they do. Um, the biggest thing, though, that, that I want to make sure that you do uh, as we talk about this stuff, you got to take action. You know, it's kind of like uh, Nike. Just do it. You know, stop talking about it. Go out and do it. We'd love to talk to you uh, and, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, so feel free to send me an email or uh, on uh, Carla Walker from the inside out at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Uh, it's been a great morning. I hope you have a fabulous day and take some action. Just do it. 
I'm Carla from the Inside Out. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to From the Inside Out. Be sure to join your host, Carla D. Walker, for another episode of the program next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week.